0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Drinks at Dana's. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 6 of the L Word Generation Q, appropriately titled Love Shack. I am Jess from the L Word Online, I am here with Chris and Ash Silver, and I am coming to you today from Kansas, and Chris...
1: Uh. Well, Sydney still where we are still in lockdown <laughs> and will continue to be for generations to come.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm in the UK at the moment still and yeah, it's just after six on Saturday.
1: So. How, how are those island cats going, Hush?
2: Oh yeah, they're doing good, doing good. It's... <laughs> It's getting to winter time, so they're all
0: getting their furry little coats on. Cute. Speaking of still one. Kath, I am cat sitting, so I am using a borrowed computer and microphone this evening. So hopefully you can all hear
1: me okay. You sound fine.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: better than the houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yes. That
1: was making me a little, a little bit uh, boat. What is it? Boat sick? CC. No, really, you're not Just really from listening. the audio <laughs> I, Well, there was a lot of rocking going on. <laughs> um, I would like to just say suggest that this episode was proudly brought to you by miscommunication. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either that or um what was that quote from the original show where I think it's uh, Alice and Dana saying, Why do you think everyone is sleeping with everyone else? And she says, Because <laughs> yeah there
2: was a there was a lot of people who got together in this episode and also what happened yeah but it was really it was really fun too
0: this episode made me happy for a lot of reasons but i think a big part of it was we got to see almost the entire cast except for angie Mm. all together Mm -hmm. for the Pretty much the entire night at the same time, which we, we they've been so broken up and on their own mm-hmm. separate little, you know, yeah, storylines story um, that it was so nice to see everyone together and and not even just talking to like the same person they usually talk to, but kind of flitting in and out between the guys yeah, yeah. and it, talking to multiple people. It was great.
1: Yeah, as you do it yeah. when you're at a bar.
0: Right. You yeah.
2: Float around. I would have loved to have seen a little bit more of, like, Beth, Alice, and Shane because I feel like we got them just at the start and then they were separated and and went about their their own things. So And they,
0: would and have they sung that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like that kind of was almost a blueprint for Gen Q um, mm-hmm. because back, you know, by the end of the episode we kind of saw how, you know, Shane is sort of, like, a mentor for Finley and Alice was sort of being a mentor for Sophie and Bets like yeah. a mentor for uh, Danny. And so it's kind of like, Oh, the three OGs and then like the three main characters of the new generation. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know we'll talk about it in a minute, but I'm just like, what are they doing with Danny and bet every so often? I'm like, oh, okay, they've dropped this. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> like, and like
0: <laughs>
1: Danny's like, I've got an idea for us to work together. Like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like yeah. uh marja heard everyone's wishes and went, Oh, okay, I'll give everyone's wishes. I'll give them something. <laughs> everyone's wishes will be fulfilled. Yeah. So <laughs> like, you want, want De- Danny and Gigi?
0: <laughs> yeah, you want Danny and Gigi done? You want Ben and Danny done? <laughs> and they, yeah, definitely. This episode, this it took a lot of boxes for a lot of different shipper groups. I think. Yeah. Some, yeah. some you know, in a better way than others,
2: but. Um, I think, I think this episode was like, you, you now, from any people that I've spoken to, and I always do like polls and things like that. This by far and away has been the most popular episode, but like the general consensus. I did like a, a poll yesterday and it was like, 2,000 people answered and like episode six won by like 40%, like the 60% was split between all the other five.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I laughed a lot. I squeed a lot at times. (laughs) I got a little bit excited. Um, But there were so many great little one liners and little things like said under someone's breath that I thought were just hilarious. And they were, it was so quick-witted and like snappy and sharp that I mean I thought the writing on this episode was great even though like there weren't any big complex like monologues or anything Mm -hmm. but everything was like succinct and it just it made sense and had sort of like good emotional impact and then great humor as well
1: yeah it flowed it flowed well but it makes me wonder if like some of the little things they say under their breath are actually like improv'd
0: I wondered oh, yeah. a couple times, especially when someone would make so. another um, well, person Kay, crack up. Kate and
1: Alicia, like, admit that, you know, they... I feel they like with
0: them, maybe. Yeah, Kate, they would have been Leisha propped in the O.D. Well, see, I, yeah. I feel that way with Finley a lot. Sometimes she tacks something on and the other person, like, starts laughing. And I'm like, are they <laughs> laughing at her because they're like, it's Finley? Or, like, are they laughing because yeah, Jacqueline's delivery that. is funny? Or because they didn't know she was going to say that? Or what?
1: I feel like yeah. I feel like Jacqueline would add things in. She seems like one of those actors that's like sh- sh- kind of sure of herself that she can just add in little funny bits here and there.
2: Yeah, I feel like like Jennifer, Kate, and Leisha just because they—I mean, I've said this before with you know people who who talk about things like being not canon or not character. I I pretty much whatever Kate, Leisha, and Jennifer say like about their characters, they've played them so long and they're executive producers that. I, I feel like that especially is like Alicia's style like way more and to, to improv but I, I don't know I just always find when I when I look into like or I've been on sets and things like that there like isn't as much improvisation as people think there is but and especially a show like this where they've had so long to because of obviously the pandemic and stuff to perfect the script that I don't know. Uh, We can obviously definitely try and find out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we'd find out, but okay. Yeah.
1: Maja, send us some scripts.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, yeah, I thought, I thought this episode was great. And I just, this was, it's like classic L word. Like there's the great writing, but also just so much soap opera-y drama that, like people people say you know oh the l word like bats being such a bitch and all this stuff and it's like well that's the show like it's that's entertainment yeah. yeah like and this has always
1: been Bat, yeah exactly <laughs> so no, it's not out of character for her to me be, be mean she's been mean heaps of times or rude yeah.
0: yeah i definitely <laughs> thought she was i definitely thought she was Bitchy, but then I also thought Maribel was bitchy too. I thought a few people were bitching this episode, but I, I watched it twice and I changed my mind on everyone except for Bette. <laughs> I think people conveniently forget that that is all those things and has always been
2: those things. So I say I'm a not a Bette fan. I'm a Bette apologist,
0: right? But
2: I don't like her hurting my precious baby Gigi. So, so it's
0: so fine. okay. <laughs> before we actually get into talking about this episode though I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit because someone needs to apologize for Bette's outfit in this episode <laughs> See,
1: I, <laughs> I didn't even know on. what she was
0: wearing yes exactly so usually like you know Alice is like the fun one and with her clothes and like Shane's like the cool one and Bette's always like sophisticated like classy but sexy she generally always looks sexy it was like she looked like their mom when she was up on stage yes. and then it pans down and she's wearing these giant white chunky sneakers with her yeah, like I, mom power style like did she power walk from work or something yeah. What is with this? i think i can't remember
2: i i looked oh my God, up I have to what back type of sneakers they were i can't remember now there's some like designer I- when
0: the hell has Bet porter ever worn sneakers I know that literally, like that
2: outfit and those sneakers. That's like my nana when I take her to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: scarf.
1: <laughs> the only outfit that stuck out to me the whole night was like Gigi's weird sweater, not sweater. Uh, yeah, what was go- I, mean, I was honestly, like the whole like... time? It was so distracting. I was like, what the f- what the hell is that? Like, what is she wearing or well, not wearing?
2: Okay. I, I like every d- every day for work I like try to emulate the, the bet from the show and I was like literally every day I'm like would Bet wear this and no like Bet would not wear that because I would not wear that I would not
0: wear it <laughs> oh, gosh. oh gosh It was like an oversized gray business suit with a suit with a grandma scarf and like orthopedics which <laughs> <laughs> crazy It was like, remind me of watching Miranda when they're all like power walking to work and she, you know. (laughs) You have to change change shoes when you get to work. Right. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I, you know, I'm sorry because I loved like the outfits, the costumes in in general for this entire series have been fire. But like this episode, I'm like, what happened?
2: They were too busy riding in this episode. Okay, okay. I'll
0: forgive them then because that part maybe they, maybe the rest they of dropped. the
2: season has been great. The rest of the season, everyone
1: has looked. I think they accidentally dropped some clothing oh, nice. on the floor and the tags got mixed up, and they were like, oh, my, this one's bet. <laughs> yeah, this, this, oh,
2: there's been some grey outfits this season, but just yeah. This, and we
0: this pretty happened. much only got like one outfit for everyone in, almost yeah. in this episode. You know, what my favorite
1: outfit was in this episode? The bubble that Alice was wearing. <laughs> she oh, tripped yeah. Over
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so if we um, start with how this episode kicked off, um, we see Danny and Micah. Finally, we kept talking about seeing friends together mm-hmm. and Micah actually being part of the group. And so we finally see a little bit of the friendship between um, Danny and Micah when they're taking a run together. And you know, talk about what's going on with themselves. And Micah drops the bomb that he slept with Maribel.
2: Yeah, I, I like this and like establishing because they keep telling us that Micah and Danny are best friends, but not showing us. So I really like this scene and like seeing their kind of like dynamic together outside of either living together or like having, you know, draw like the wedding drama and things like that.
1: So. Right, like I like their friendship, but like to me, it still didn't feel very best friendly. Felt like two actors who don't re- who rarely work together suddenly have a scene together, and they're just a bit like, mm. Ugh. so I didn't I re- didn't really get that whole you know. Not only had they been best friends for however many years, but th- that they had previously dated. I was like, I don't, I wouldn't see that at all now. <laughs> I
2: don't yeah, know. I have a hard What's time that? buying that the dating thing too. Like when she said about oh was she better than me in my head I was like oh yeah they did like I feel like all the time I'm constantly reminding myself that they they dated or they're constantly reminding me that they dated. Yeah. like I just I, I I think that you know we are a bit spoiled on this show with like Leisha Kate and then like Jennifer like they all come across really well and then I think Danny and Gigi because they the actresses are quite good friends too they come off really well so maybe it's comparing, like, Danny and Gigi to Danny and Micah. But...
1: Yeah, and at this point, um, Danny tells Micah that she thinks she's having a pseudo-sexual relationship with Gigi, and I'm like, what does that <laughs> even mean? I think I had to Google it, and I still don't understand what pseudo-sexual means.
0: She said the pseudo-sexual friendship.
1: Friendship, yes, that's, that's right.
2: This is so weird, but I when I woke up this morning...
1: I knew you were going to ask this. Like, um, was, we've been hanging out way too much. We're in each other's brain.
2: Yeah, I was like, I literally because I woke up and I forgot to set um, my alarm, but I woke up at like four, um, and I was like, Chris is going to ask this. I just know. <laughs> so you had to look it up. Well, no, and I, I looked it up to like have proof that like. But I'm sometimes like. Sometimes I have like dreams about silly little things like this that come up. Like it's never anything good, like the lottery numbers. So um <laughs>
0: Pseudo's sort of like faux or like yeah. image like hinting at so she's basically saying like their friendship is sort of hinting at this sexualization, like but sexual it, chemistry thing. So she's basically just saying, you know, that they have a weird chemistry friendship where they like people a people, people say being a pe-
2: people will say um pseudo name like to as as like my pseudo name is ash silver that's not like my real name but it's
0: a name that like i use or i mean she could have easily have said just like a like a Semi sexual friendship because there's been nothing sexual in their relationship, flirting sort of. Well, according to Gigi, okay, so maybe like, so maybe I mean, she's saying that like their friendship Mm -hmm. feels like a sexual relationship even though they're not having sex, like it feels like a romantic relationship. We all agree, (laughs) even though there's (laughs) no sex, because I mean, it feels like she shared more with Gigi than she. Did with Sophie well, like she's more open? That,
1: yeah, I have to say that I'm really liking their build up. Like they could have easily have hooked them up already, like three times. Yeah, over, and they haven't even kissed or anything. And like when she came out of the Danas and was out on the street, I was like, if if they hook them up now, I'll be upset because like Danny's not in a good place right now.
0: Yeah, yeah and yeah, I, it yeah, wouldn't
1: yeah. be a good foundation for a relationship. So I'm like, I'm glad nothing happened there.
0: Yeah, they they often jump into lust first mm-hmm. with new relationships mm-hmm. and the only relationships we've seen that have been built on friendships first were ones that didn't seem to start with a romantic attraction. You know, like they legitimately started with friendship. And yeah. this was, you know, a little bit different. I don't know. It's like meeting someone new. Yeah. You can either jump right into it or. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go slow and get to know each other, and that's you know what they're doing, but it kind of feels almost under the guise of friendship, like it could just have easily have been like as you know going out on a date, and you still build it this slowly
2: yeah 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 i i heard I can't remember where I heard this, but I think it was when maybe it's from the original l word, but there's a quote where it's like, well friendship is like first base for lesbians.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is so true. Which, yes, accurate. Yeah, you got to know if you like someone first enough to hang around them to then go, yes, I want this person to U-Haul with me.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to establish how many cats they have, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work out the cat situation. You're like, what? Oh, you have dogs? I have cats? Oh, this is never going to work out. <laughs>
0: So I I love how when um, Danny sort of confesses her pseudo sexual friendship with Gigi, that Micah's immediate response is um, that's textbook trauma bonding, which was yeah. <laughs> totally what I said with my like convoluted speed reference. I'm like, oh well, yeah, they totally came together under extreme circumstances. Micah's yeah. right on that one. He earned his, you know. Psych, psych degree with that little bit. <laughs> I like how they both confess their r- romantic feelings, though. In this,
1: yeah, Danny and, so and we, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that they both encourage each o- each other to go for it, essentially. Yeah. And I like the talk about reclaiming their space because we had sort of talked before about Danny not seeming like she really has any friends like kind of like Sophie won the friend group and right here Mike is like f that you know (laughs) you these are your friends too these are your spaces too and you don't have to be pushed out of them which I think was a really nice thing to hear because I think you know in the real world we generally assume like oh no we break up you have to break everything up
1: Yeah, he's all gung-ho until they get into Dana's and he
0: sees Maribel's there too. (laughs) He's like, oh, (laughs) crap. (laughs) It's cute, though. It's so genuine, you know? All the feels on this one were very, like, yeah. This is how you feel when you see the person you like across the crowded room or your ex or someone you're trying to avoid. I mean, like, all these little, like, cringy moments. Like, I can totally relate to all these. Like, um... I'm just gonna go this other way. Like, let me just go to the bar and go drink. Or, uh, let yeah. me just go talk to someone else first.
1: Yep. My, uh, Micah being so super awkward with Maribel is, is literally my spirit animal. That's how I am all the time. <laughs> but I spent most of this episode thinking Maribel wasn't into him. So I was like, yeah. uh, wh- what? <laughs> like, he's all puppy dog, puppy dog, like love, love heart eyes. And she's like, nope. <laughs>
0: So you can't blame me for to, go,
1: trying to go on hit on that other guy.
0: Yeah, I had to watch it a second time because I thought she was a bit. Out of line but I with was it. like that.
2: That seems like accurate for her because, although like yeah, she has spent loads of time with with Mike and stuff. So, like I think last week we were saying like she's constantly on dates. So I think that she's like wanting to see what's out. Like she's not like oh I want to find someone to, like, Matt, well, that's the impression I'm getting anyway, Mm
0: -hmm. that
2: she's a lot more, like, into dating and
0: seeing what's out there and, like, having having fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when Micah approached her, like, all, you know, sweet and nervous, like, he wanted to talk about what happened and why she ghosted him for a week, Um, she kind of Lashed out a little bit. It seemed like, oh, she's not interested in this at all. Is what I kind of thought. Like, oh, she's not feeling it. She just, you know, maybe wanted to have sex, but he's all like puppy dog relationship.
1: And I Her don't eyes. know about any any of you guys, but if somebody that I just slept with didn't contact me for a week afterwards, I would be like freaking out, <laughs> and I would have probably already texted them five thousand times. Like, are you okay? What's what's happening? Are you okay? What's happening? Oh so no, I
2: I'm receiving those texts and I'm like, Let me laugh.
1: Ash you player. <laughs> <laughs> just the Isle of Man is like Yeah. Your your Isle of Man is basically Dana's. <laughs> You're like well, I we t- just go t- and- over to this other side of the island to avoid this
2: person? Well, that doesn't... Yeah, because literally, like, you're in town, you're like, damn it, the person is walking down the street i in been avoiding. And then in Florida, it's like that, too. Like, it's just... it's. I mean, they're making Tampa Bay's out of Tampa because <laughs> it's like a lesbian L word. Well, what am I saying? It's like the L word. Lesbian L word. <laughs> <laughs> is there another
0: kind of L word? <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Alice is planning a karaoke party. It sounds like Alice was planning a karaoke party, but that doesn't really make sense.
1: Was she pla- was she in charge of planning it?
0: No. It must was just be Shane. But the way she's inviting people yeah. makes it sound like it's oh, her party. Yeah. Or something. Um, the exchange between her and Sophie was cute, where she was like,
1: you know, I hope you're still coming. Oh yeah, I'm definitely maybe not coming. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> all the- That's what I'm talking about, the writing. All the exchanges in this episode were super cute. Um... She's like, I hope you forget. And she's like, I won't. <laughs> yeah, multiple people did not seem to be down with this karaoke night ahead of time. I mean, Shane oh, she, seemed like she, she didn't want to be there at all. Either. She looked but, like Debbie Downer from the beginning. She's which was like, I'm one? not singing. Shane, Shane, Shane was oh, like, Yeah,
1: yeah she, from the beginning, she was like, Well, I'm not singing.
0: <laughs> well, Bet too. Bet shows up and she's like, Oh, yeah, I have other plans. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why did you even bother coming, bit? Like, I'm just popping in to say hello. I'm
1: just going to go visit my art crush.
2: Oh, was I was actually just no, she's to crush Gigi's
1: heart,
0: and then <laughs> yeah. So, so that was sort of the the beginning of this episode. We get all these people sort of confessing their crushes because you also have this nice interaction between Alice and Sophie, um, where Alice is talking about Tom and how she's kind of into him and wants to ask him out and. Sophie's kind of talking a little bit about Finley and you know that there's something there or she doesn't know she doesn't know what to do about the situation. And then then you see as soon as um Bet arrives, you know, getting questioned about Gigi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love how Shane's like, no drama tonight.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Alice
1: is like, what are you, a nana? <laughs> That's Shane. Matt. What? Shane has
0: not played around with Bet this season, let me tell you. She she does not let her off the hook with anything, and kind of like vice versa, but Bet's more like busting her balls, and Shane is more just like, I'm going to call you out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah Shane's, Shane's grown up a lot, I like think. The, yeah, she's like the only one that really does that, because everybody else is like too scared of Bet. I think, and they just let her do what she wants. <laughs> but Shane's
1: like... What are you doing? <laughs> I love how Bet's like, I hate chasing people down. I'm like, no, you don't. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's like talking about all the artists she wants to work with. I'm like, uh-huh. Isn't it I just don't know. One, You know, I think she ever? likes,
0: she's sort of the opposite of the one who likes, you know, the the saying is like, you like the chase and not, I think Bet likes the catch, but not the chase. She just wants to win yeah. immediately yeah. as fast as possible. Yeah, true. Right, like she doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, but she, she will also chase that. until she gets it. So she, she's yeah. still, there's got to be an element of liking the chase for her. Yeah.
2: So next up, we have our big karaoke scene with the three OGs singing "Love Shack." Absolutely love this. So. I just love the OGs. I just love the OG scenes. They just, I don't know. They make me. I like whenever I'm watching it and those three are together. I'm just always like.
1: I love them. <laughs> didn't <laughs> we talk about it last week that, like we were trying to figure out what song they were singing and I was saying love shack and and we thought that maybe that was too obvious um, yeah it was the episode
2: title yeah
1: didn't yeah what was was there another song you had suggested ash
2: hit me hit me with your best shot because jennifer beals always oh, said that's like yeah. her karaoke song they did
1: play it for a second in the background there was a few yeah. little things like that that they played i loved them i would like love that night yeah masks. the the soundtrack of the songs in the background i was like oh i love that song <laughs>
2: Yeah, just remember, just
1: giggling there, rewatching
2: it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when they're all when they're all sitting around the table, the OGs, and then Sophie and Maribel, and Alice is talking about she's texting, t- texting Tom, like yeah. about you, and they're all like, <laughs> ragging on her for how lame that is.
1: She just <laughs> say, I just casually checked, te- texted him, and they were like, "Well, what exactly did you text?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Sophie spots Finley across the room, and she's like, "I'm gonna go talk to her," and Alice is like just tell her you're thinking about her that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll be great.
2: <laughs> yeah because the um remember the episode from from season five where they they have the party oh, where that calls the cops and Tina and uh Alice and Shane all saying I want you back vaguely you
1: yeah, they're all movie. drunk
2: and they, they get in Bet's pool and there's a, it's a it's a really cute scene because um they're all like I think they're like super 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 wasted and Alice is like or Alice and Shane are like let's go in the pool and Tina's like this used to be my pool <laughs> 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 but that like there's little like things that were songs and in that in, they were playing in this episode which was cute oh
1: yeah I wrote down a lot of those the one thing that like I was like what was when, like Jennifer Beal started singing. I'm like, is that her voice? Because she was the only yeah. one that didn't sound like that was her voice.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Sure, I mean, like they probably tweaked the audio, but she um, she sang in that film. They sh- they shoot divas, don't they? I, I, maybe it's not that exact one, but there's there's one actually. I think it is. But the there's a she sang before in movies. And I mean, she. I think that they—they'll have put them all through like audio scrubbing or something. I know or, like, it was tweaking, like, but, hey, like
1: Kate's one sounded like Kate, and Leisha's one sounded like yeah. Me. And then Jen starts singing, and I'm almost like, what? <laughs> didn't match her.
2: Yeah, I I, I I saw someone wrote this, I think on Twitter, that they didn't know who was having more fun when they were singing Alice or Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> She looked like she's was, she was having a great time.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I can totally see them doing this like at one of their houses just for fun. <laughs> I probably rehearsed it. <laughs> it was yeah, it was
2: it was really good. The like just even the way they were like singing and like get like doing the actions and things like that. Like it was just so like they know their characters so well. Yeah, but you can. And like totally imagine that that
1: it's funny that like only Alice would be the one character that could drag someone like Bet and Shane up on stage to sing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that like that
2: that's I think even Kate said that when she posted the the video of this, like that the only people that she do karaoke with, because you can believe Bet and Shane doing it only for Alice. Right. Because she's so into it.
1: Well I love how at the end there, like it was Shane and Bet who were like, Let's never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're
2: uh, they're great. Okay, so next up is our resident Dana's expert advice giver, Tess, trying to help Finley out.
0: Tess, uh, first I thought like Tess just gives really great advice because she's Mm. so like straightforward. But all of her advice also is like thinly veiled kind of (laughs) advice to herself about shame. Yeah, and that she doesn't take... (laughs) <laughs> right. So once again, two more people in this episode analyzing their relationship or lack thereof, yeah. or potential relationship or hopeful.
2: Yeah, I think, I think te- like Tess does, does like good with like advice. Well, sometimes I'm like, eh, Tess, that wasn't the greatest for that person. Like you said, because it's like advice to herself. But I, I think that this this goes along the lines of the same thing with Gigi, that, like, Tess has probably done a lot of work on herself because she's, like, obviously used to have a problem in some way, we don't know what, with mm-hmm. alcohol. And I, I wonder how long, because what what age do you think Tess is supposed to be? like? Late I was 30s?
0: wondering that in this episode I because I originally it. thought that she was, you know, younger than the OGs, but then when I saw her and Shane talking mm. in this episode, I'm like, She could be thirty-five. She could even be like close to forty, like Shane's age. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd say I'm guessing. I'd I'd say she's in her thirties.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because because
2: yeah, Shane's like the younger one out of the OGs. Because if I mean, I always like use Alice's like this because she's pretty much in the middle of of Bet and Shane, and then the younger. I know it's pretty ambiguous about the younger ones too because. They say things sometimes that I'm like, oh, you have to be mid-20s. But I know that, like, Arians, they're more like my age. So I, I think everybody's supposed to be just kind of like an ambiguous age. But Tess, like, obviously, I'm at least she must be at least 35. So she, she could have had an issue with alcohol for years. And then it seems as though when we met her, she'd been sober for a few years. So it definitely seems, like, she didn't just get sober, like, you know, a couple weeks before the show started. So it definitely seems as though she's, like, worked on herself and, like, things a lot. Because just the, like, the way she gives advice and talks to people in the same way that Gigi, like, likes to talk about things. I think that they've got, like, good, and I say this, I know that Gigi cheated, but this was like after she'd done the work uh, before she'd done the work so I think they both have like good moral compasses and like good they know themselves well and they know their own limitations Mm -hmm. and they know what they want and like things like that so I think that's why yeah exactly and I think that's why Tess has such a hard time with like the Shane thing because she like Shane Kind of throws her off because she shouldn't like Shane on paper, but she does. And then obviously, like, they've, there's some feelings there too. So I just think that she's confused by
0: Shane. Right. Because I think Shane comes off as a player to her, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is a little bit odd, slightly odd, because it's not like we're in the OG where Shane's mm-hmm. reputation yeah. preceded yeah. her. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Shane's been gone for we don't know how long—ten, you know, ten yeah. years or whatever—and yeah. um, so besides the interaction with you know her own relationship with Lena, mm-hmm. it—I don't know. You wouldn't think there'd be as much evidence, especially since she showed up with the wife <laughs> of okay. her being, like, Shane yeah, is,
1: yeah. Unless Shane Shane still is being Shane, and we're just not seeing it, but then right, yeah, yeah. I don't think so because we would have heard about it. Yeah. And there'd be more girls running out of the room crying. <laughs> yeah, that like that, because
2: it, it seems as though Shane is super, I mean, like, they're running this bar and then they're running these poker games. Like, I don't think Shane has a ton of free time. Are they and really running no one, the Well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that.
0: They're like, only open for special events. Yeah.
1: And my yeah. favorite was when <laughs> Actually, Shane was like, people people working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when right. Shane was like, I need to go talk to Tess. Hey Finn, you've got everything right. You're going to look up
0: by <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of karaoke. Right? Like an entire bar, like a hundred people. Like, yeah, okay. she's like, yeah, you'll be fine all by yourself. Okay, bye. Right. When like <laughs> Finley's not even
1: paying any attention whatsoever. At yeah, that point. I know. and there's <laughs> and one. I, I, I didn't even like see trust her anyway. I didn't even see Finn working at all. I just saw <laughs> Finn no. walking around and like rehearsing speeches and being outside feeding rats. <laughs> yeah, what was I, what rats was she referring to?
2: <laughs> I got the impression they were like the rats in the alley, and that's why Shane was
0: like, <laughs> I was so just funny. standing there with a the dumbfounded look <laughs> on her face. I was like, did they get pet rats, and didn't tell anyone? No, it's because it's the whole Finley being kind of dumb thing. Like, (laughs) Uh, wrap the rats. You're not supposed to feed them. You're trying to get them away from your place of business. Oh, Oh, that's a bit cute. I think I am Finley, but (laughs) (laughs) um, but okay. But speaking of like, so Tessa's perception. We've talked. We've talked about this before that. How perceptive she is, and how well she seems to see people. How the hell did she ever get hooked up with Sherry Jaffe? Yeah, oh, no, right? Mm.
1: How? What?
0: Because I don't see that she's changed enough to make Tess believe that, like, no. she's not shady no. at No, she's shady. Yeah, like
2: you, just the like the impression she gives off and stuff. You're like, okay, yeah, the like, I, I <laughs> and like don't know.
1: Tess. Yeah, Tessa's like, oh no, uh Shane's too questionable for me to hook up with, but I'll take Sherry Jeffy. <laughs> I know. He's like, yeah, Shane
0: gets blamed for that and not Sherry. Oh God. Yeah, that's a bit oh, of a mess. And I don't like when Shane is talking to telling since everyone's sort of confessing confessing their relationship issues in this, when Shane's talking with Alice and Bet, and they totally blame Shane also. Like, oh, what'd you do? And they don't believe her. They just assumed that she yeah. slept with Sherry. That well, she did I, for one, assumed, I also assumed she would have slept with with Sherry Jeffy. That's right. You told me that on the phone. And I'm like, what? No, she didn't. And you're like, well, the door just closed. We don't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Old I'm Shane like- would have slept with her. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, old Shane she seemed totally very disgruntled it. when she showed up, though. And rolled yeah. her eyes. And I and even a disgruntled Shane in the past would have still had sex with someone just because. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Part of, that's <laughs> part of Shane's growth, I think, is that. Well, that's why I know. was
1: surprised that new Shane actually let Sherry Jaffe in. I would have thought new Shane would have just said, no, bye and closed the door yeah. on her. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but Shane's one of, like, you know, whatever about, like, relationships and sleeping with people, but Shane does have, like, a good heart, so I feel like she wouldn't cut You know she's she's good at now probably at saying no and shutting her down. But even when they were playing like poker and Sherry was like leaning over and like touching her and stuff, like she kind of just sat there. So I feel like she wouldn't want to like embarrass her or like be mean or something because she does probably like deep 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 down have like a little tiny bit of care for her.
0: Yeah. I just thought, I think it's a little sad that no one really gives Shane the benefit of the doubt. Like no one yeah, seems to believe her or trust her first off.
1: Yeah. Which makes me think like, has she changed that much then if they all think that she's still the same, maybe it's because she wasn't around the, for the changes. Like well, you said she was gone for 10 years.
0: Yeah. And she's one of these characters that you see often in literature or on TV or whatever, the sort of, I don't know, like a martyr is not, not, not really the right word, but it's sort of like, Shane's one of those people, like a kind of typical type who like grows up in foster care, used to people mm-hmm. rejecting them all the time. Yeah. And so then as an adult, she doesn't really stick up for herself. Like she, she's sort of like, Oh, everyone I'm expects me now. to be this way. So I'm just going to let them think that I'm this way. Like she doesn't, mm-hmm. um, when Alice and Beth don't believe her, she doesn't try to convince them. She just drops it, changes the subject. So, I mean, we mm-hmm. see that in other characters like, Michael and Roswell is like that, like, Oh, I'll just let everyone believe the worst about me, you know? And so I kind of get that that's Shane's sort of MO probably from all of the rejection and then all of the sexual relationships she, you know, did have as an adult. It's just the way that she connects to people and she does like, she needs someone sort of defending her inherent goodness to other people because it doesn't seem like she's going to do it herself, you know?
2: So, yeah, going on to Bet and Gigi and everything that happened with them.
0: You mentioned Bet being a little bitchy at the beginning and that's when the way she talks about Gigi is like she's saying she's beneath her. Unacceptable is what yeah. it is. Unacceptable.
2: Yeah. She's she
1: not nice.
2: No, I... I love Gigi. I think that what?
1: she's too good that? for that. <laughs> you yeah. love Gigi? Come on. What? She is to too
2: good for that because <laughs> I, I I honestly think that she is being a snob about Gigi's job too because she, th- like, and she was kind of a snob about um, Tina's job too. And and she mm-hmm. had like a movie producer role that, I don't know what the hell she, well, she wants a housewife, but then she doesn't want a housewife.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that, I mean, I would like to live in the universe where they also were fucking <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, they, and she's so horrible to Gigi, and then when yeah. she's leaving, she gives her that little
0: shoulder oh, squeeze. I, I wanted to,
1: like, fuck you,
0: Beth. Yeah.
1: Oh, like, I can't, just the, way, the snipey way that she was like when Gigi was like, you know, is there anyone that really fits or, you know, ticks all your check, checks or your boxes or whatever? And she's like, I know there is. I was like, oh, wow. She did that in such a stingy way. But then, yeah, yeah. then she finished it off with a little shoulder rub. I was like, oh, well, good and riddance. She's, <laughs> she said
2: something like, uh, I wanted more or something like that, and it's like,
1: oh, I know. Really not,
0: like, do you, you, you don't like, tell like, that you to someone. That's basically yeah. You.
1: You're basically telling them that, that that person's not enough for you.
0: Like, well, especially since she didn't even take anything that Gigi was offering her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except she for the was, sex, it's like, well, she yeah. didn't seem like she wanted any more when she was actually in it. So. And
2: it, when I, whenever the OGs were talking before, and. Alice kind of like was you know talking about Gigi too, and like saying how she likes like talk about her feelings, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, are, are we really comparing you three? <laughs> to, yeah, to Gigi, I think that you should all take maybe a leaf out of Gigi's book, and you know your lives wouldn't implode every few years. Like, <laughs> get
0: in yeah. get in
1: touch with your feelings and learn to talk, <laughs> like, for.
0: Yeah, Alice is almost still acting like Gigi was the person the very first time we saw her on screen, when we all psycho. thought she was a bit crazy. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this chick is bad news. That's still how Alice talks about her. But I'm like, dude, she's like probably the most, um, you know, together. T- yeah, yeah, exactly. Put together of any of you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I loved the, really the one the one line that she said, which was uh, "funny how our ego gets hurt even when we know the person's not right for us." And she was saying it about something else, and then later mm-hmm. we saw it come back on her. Yeah, with Bet, and I was like, "Oh, now that's gonna sting," because she looked yeah. hurt at that point, even though she um, knows it's yeah, not right for did. her. Yeah, yeah,
0: we so... saw that with a few different people in this episode. Exactly. This episode yeah, there was that, a that... lot of, you know, everyone's in the same room, so there was a lot of. Gazing across the bar at someone, yeah. or noticing <laughs> someone across the room, and either Isn't that wanting the to go the find them, or wanting to avoid them, or just watching them interact with someone else, and you know, feeling a bit left out. I think,
1: yeah, yeah. It's the long lost cry of the lesbian is the gaze across the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you see that even with couples who, because you know, Danny and Sophie, they kind of had their ending their closure mm-hmm. we thought last week but you still see them interacting and that that feeling of hurt that Gigi mentioned so it's yeah. like even though last week it was like oh we dodged a bullet Danny still feels hurt when she sees mm-hmm. Sophie you know looking at Finley yeah i i after
2: after that scene, too, I'm like, I mean, I knew the end of Jabet was coming. So we do always have episodes one through four that we can look back on. <laughs> that but, you can look back on. <laughs> but, yeah, that will look back on a lot. But Jabet is dead, so long live DG. I hope Woohoo. that woo, they, they continue strong mm-hmm. and, and better because, you know, that's been removed from the situation. So it'll probably be
1: a lot healthier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bet's distracted now. She's off with Pippa Pascal. Yeah, um, she just <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. As soon as she showed up and I saw art, I was like, oh, more art. Ugh. <laughs> and they were talking about actual artists.
2: And this is this is what, why sometimes I I think it, like what we're saying when Jess asked if Pippa was like a real person mm-hmm. because they they do this they it's fake people that are on the show, but they talk about, like they were talking about Boscov, who is an artist, um, a black artist from like the eighties. And he, he died really young of an overdose. At, uh, I think like 27, cause in that 27 club. And one of his, it's like graffiti art. So one of his pieces was sold at Sotheby's for, I think 110 million. Like it's his art is like crazy expensive. One of the most expensive pieces ever. So when they in in input these like little you know real world things, it does make you feel more like. I definitely, like, it, it's, if they were talking about fake people, I'd be, like, kind of glaze over a bit. But when they talk about real stuff, that does, like, interest me a little bit because mm. it's, like, you you know, you know what's going Like, you're able to, like, manage an expectation of what they're talking yeah. about.
1: Like, that scene when they're, like, walking to the gallery, like, I still get a, a strong sense that, like, they would work really well together, but I still see zero chemistry. Like yeah, I don't I, see them uh, as honestly, a couple at all. Any. I just see them being really good like work colleagues. I mean, I'm
2: pretty sure they're going to put I'm like I'm pretty pretty sure that they're oh, going to yeah. put them together I'm just sure based they are. on what we've seen, but maybe I need some time to heal about it. But your like
1: what, what were the what was the checkboxes that Bet wanted in the beginning?
2: Oh, remember? not straight. Yep. Yeah. Not married. No, no, no. Yeah, not straight, not married has her own kids, has has a job, is passionate, uh, has a career, uh, uh, is
0: passionate about the career. I think that was
1: it. So does Pippa have kids? Because otherwise she doesn't check all
0: the boxes. <laughs> yeah, but her Maybe. friends totally dismissed her requirements anyway and told her that's not what she actually wants. So, Well, I know, but like... It's
1: <laughs> not what she wants. Well, I know, it's not. But she told Gigi that she had found someone who checked all her boxes.
2: Yeah, I know that there was great discussion about because that they use that little I know there is uh in the trailer. So all week everyone's been like, is she talking about Tina or Pippa, Tina, Tina or Pippa? But I I mean she could be talking about both. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I still think she's talking about Pippa. I don't well she hasn't mentioned Tina. Tina's not come up in a while. She's totally obsessed with Pippa right now. I think that's the one thing on her mind.
2: Yeah, I, I, I do honestly think that she is always obsessed with Tina, though, because I think that when last week, like when they were in the that all that lashing out at Gigi was literally because she's like, "Ooh, I've got Tina to play with," because she's in town at the moment. And then it's like when Tina's away, it's she's then moved into. Gigi or Pippa or anyone so moving into one of our new hookup couples Tom and Alice which I've been asking what we call them and it's going between Alice and Atom and I'm, I'm going to go with Atom I think I, just, I love that Tom was like he just so had not even entertained the thought of like Alice liking him so I really yeah. like that they did that because It is, you know, like the. I'm sure we all have been around, like the creepy man who, like, it's like, oh, you just, you just need the right man or something like that. Look, so gross. Or
0: like, oh, it's so sexy imagining you with a woman or something. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: it's like, no, no, dude, I just want to sleep with a woman. I don't want (laughs) you. But (laughs) with with Alice, like, yeah, he was so cute when he was when he he realized that. Yeah, she liked him and stuff. I was like, oh,
1: that was my one. one one laugh out loud one of many laugh out loud moments was when she asks him to dance like not as a friend and he's like oh i'm so excited (laughs) yeah super cute
2: i think that there's it there's not very many people who could have played that role i think like it it yeah comes i like the chemistry between luisha Haley, and, and donald uh fison that they just come off really well and like, it's really light and
0: I, I just like them together. I think it's cute.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He still just keeps seeming like a kind of male version of Dana to me, like a little <laughs> awkward <laughs> and like a yeah. little unsure at times, but like super eager and just like a really good friend. Yeah. The question
1: is, do we think it's going to end well?
0: Oh <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I don't want to look too far ahead on this one, but... (laughs) Yeah, judging by the trailer. I know, and the trailer... (laughs) I don't even want to talk about that right now because the trailer made me sad after this episode. made me so happy. I know. But, um... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alice did did start off the episode by saying, good news, I didn't cry in the shower this morning, so (laughs) she's not really on solid ground right now to be entering into a relationship I don't feel like.
1: Oh, God. But she has said in the past that men are easier than women, so maybe she's just taking a break from women by oh. going for an easy guy <laughs> or someone that's fun. Yeah, because with Nat, there's a lot of
2: like, you know, like she had kids and all that stuff, so it was serious. It was like, like you, you know, like a,
1: a heaviness around that, whereas yeah. this guy's like light mm-hmm. and fun and yeah.
2: So let's talk about our other big revelation happening in this episode was like the sophie danny finley thing
0: finley is adorably tragic in this entire episode um getting advice from everyone sometimes conflicting (laughs) advice (laughs) and trying to like psych herself up enough to take it so i mean first of all they're all a little put out when they realize that the three of them, Finley, Sophie and Danny are all going to be at the same place at the same time tonight. And no one, no one feels great about that, but they've managed to mainly, you know, avoid each other so far. And, um, we've seen Finley and Sophie sort of dancing around each other and confess to sort of having been avoiding each other for a couple of weeks. Um, but it certainly sounds like, you know, in the previous episode, we saw Sophie uh, walk in on Finley and her date. So you kind of, Sophie had been ready to kind of come back around to to Finley and start something. And meanwhile, Finley thinks it's never going to happen. So she's just trying to mend her poor little broken heart and try Aww. to take people's advice and find a way to um, make Sophie like back off give her some space so she has the space to like get over her and so there's lots of little clashes with them in this episode I don't know yeah, if any, if either of you had a a thought or like an inclination of where it was going to go at first and whether like it, it did anything surprise you
1: No because trailers <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> you're the only one that wouldn't have seen the trailer so were you were you surprised by the outcome? Uh, how did you think it was going to go?
0: Yeah, well okay I mean I totally ship Sophie and Finley. I have since like pretty early on in season one um, but you know the timing just hasn't felt right for them the season and so you get, again, the, the kind of, you know, farcical thing where they see each other. They keep misconstruing what's going on. They're not communicating. And so, once again, Finley spots Sophie and Danny together. And so, you think, like, oh, she's going to take off. You know, she's not going to know that uh, Sophie wants her there. And then there were, there's, there's just, like, a lot of confusing signals like, when Sophie sends Danny a drink, I'm like, why is she buying her a drink? Yeah, that was an odd choice. What is mm. that about? <laughs> and so, like, and I think those signals are confusing for everyone, because maybe Sophie thinks, like, oh, I'm just being friendly and, you know, making an, an effort, and Danny kind of totally calls her out on it. Like, yeah. is this you, like, apologizing for leaving me at the altar? Because this one martini is not going to cut it. Yeah. Um but in their little banter I mean Danny kind of seems fine like she's over it but she's not gonna make it easy on her she's gonna give her a hard time but she doesn't seem like she wants Sophie back at all
1: yeah well that's why it was interesting when she's talking to to Gigi out in the street later when she's left I was like kind of surprised like why she was so upset and left in a huff and then she Mm -hmm. said she felt like the air got sucked out of the room I was thinking more that she was it more mortified that she felt like everyone was staring at her rather than not being over Sophie.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: it could be maybe. Yeah. Well, she these... said she felt like everyone was staring at her. Yeah. And that's why she had to get out.
0: Yeah. I think those feelings kind of creep up on you. I think she's feeling again, like she's on the outside. Like she said that everyone, um, like wants Sophie and Finley together, and she's an outsider, or they're like pitying her or something. I think a lot of that's in her head. Mm. Um, but and so I didn't think that the interaction in the office when Sophie and Finley fin- finally kind of like corner each other and and hash it out, I I couldn't get a good read on Sophie like what she actually wanted or if she's just afraid. And then she talked about how she didn't want to make a scene. And at the beginning of the episode, Shane's talking to her when she says no drama tonight. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if again, she's just feeling at first. I thought it was fear that like her friends will think badly of her. If she gets together with Finley, like as if, Oh, you broke up the relationship or, Oh, you were cheating and that it somehow reflects poorly on her to get together with Finley. But then with the whole conversation about not wanting to make a scene and stuff, I'm like, (laughs) I sometimes can't tell if she's speaking the truth or if she's just totally like ruled by fear. Mm. Cause maybe she comes off more confident than she actually is about things.
1: Yeah. The one thing I didn't like though, is that when she's talking to Alice and she says, Finley's not that bad. I yeah, like, that I was like, like oh no, too. that's yeah, like, you're, yeah, like you're just gonna settle for, for Finley, like she's just there and she likes you, and oh, she, I guess she's not
0: that bad. Well, no, because immediately after that, she says, "I love her," but I'm like, so is she looking at it as an yeah, outsider, like people? Well, or that she's looking at it as like people will judge her for being with Finley because people think that Finley is yeah. like not good enough, or like not ambitious enough for her not smart you know she's not similar to danny no but it was sort of but but we've seen that from sophie too with her like teasing her in season one and continuously saying like oh you're a little stupid aren't you or you're a little like as if she kind of looks down on her yeah yeah but she's sort of reconciling herself in that moment when she's talking to Alice. It, it was a weird line. She's not that bad, right? Like, as if that was her assumption before. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I could never be with someone like her. She's not mature enough. She's not whatever. But she does say that, you know, she's in love with her. And then she does a big grand gesture to prove it.
1: That song was pretty cute, though. Yeah.
0: Super
1: cute. It's like the lesbian national anthem. <laughs> 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 Which really, side note, um, it really confused me because when we got behind the scenes footage, do you remember when they posted a video and it was Tegan and Sarah actually on stage singing that song? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, we, and I thought that they were for sure going to be on the show, but I'm thinking now more like they must be friends with someone on the show and they just hang out and they were maybe just on stage singing it because why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean they –
2: They were on like an early episode of Pants and I definitely got the impression that like Alicia, Kate and them are are at least friendly. And they they talked on
1: that about like hanging out and stuff, like in Well they must hang out on the set then. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Way
0: to confuse us and throw us off. Good job. Well Alicia's a musician and Kate's married to a musician, so Yeah maybe i mean the
2: other thing is like they filmed this and we got all those behind the scene things i think it was around it was march because it was like marsh's birthday remember they did like yeah they they like posted stuff on instagram and so the other thing is because they did block shooting maybe there's another like dana's party scene like an oh, episode maybe. i don't know like eight or nine and that, that's just pure guess but finale, um, because, finale
1: song <laughs> because these um, could have
2: these could have been like they could have because they knew oh, okay we're gonna shoot all these karaoke scenes at this time and they had like because i think a lot of people from the set were like in the background and stuff yeah they so, were but they weren't
1: filming at the time so it was an empty bar
2: yeah so
1: so they were either doing it for fun because they were on the because who wouldn't mm. if you had the yeah, set of yeah, daners yeah. in front of you with some mics sitting there? <laughs> but like, I don't think they'll be using it later because it's the same song, so yeah, yeah, that would be weird,
2: yeah. And it, it wouldn't, I mean, like, they sure they would have not made it look like the karaoke night, they would have yeah. made it look like a different night,
0: yeah. That was the cutest scene ever, though, so. Finley's talking to Shane and she immediately recognizes her song, her and Sophie's song. Yeah. Come on. And then realizes that Sophie's the one singing it. <laughs> and that whole song was just so adorable with um, the way that Sophie was making eye contact when she was singing with her and like, uh, you know, talking specifically to her, changing the yeah, lyrics changing, and stuff. Lyrics. And Finley was thrilled, obviously.
1: I wish I could be more of a shipper of them, but I, uh, me personally, I still see zero c- chemistry between them. Oh, they
0: people. have so much more chemistry than Sophie and Danny has. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. Show me I the mean... way because I want to see it, but I don't see it. <laughs> I, thought I thought their sex scene had a lot of chemistry. I think they're way better than, I, I don't
2: think there was there was nothing there for Sophie and Danny, I don't think. But I think that was like maybe the point. But the we other got a
0: confession too. Oh, oh, oh! We got yeah. a confession from Sophie telling Finley that um, she yes, she yeah. had gone to Kansas City with her. That she apologized oh, yeah. for not showing, got, up. Yeah. So on yeah. showing up. Yeah, that was a Yeah, Okay. took it back around to like the cliffhanger where we were all wondering, you know, what actually happened. So Sophie confesses to like being afraid then to fear stopping her from acting. So maybe you know a lot of this bad behavior we've seen from Sophie is just like a manifestation of her being afraid to act on her feelings. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt in that way. <laughs> She's <laughs> done some bad things. But but I thought that was super sweet that, you know, we, we saw into Sophie's mind that she did choose Finley on the airport. She just didn't follow through with it. She didn't actually get on the plane.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We still don't know if she got on the any plane with Denny either, or if they all just went home, because that was never addressed, was it? Or did they wait? did yeah. They end up going. No, I think well, they did go to Hawaii. Yeah, I they think, think they did day. because yeah. they say
2: that in, in yeah. the in the dad says in the speech.
1: Yep.
2: So maybe she went to Finley and said like blah blah blah, and, and then when like when we when they stopped.
1: I want to know they, that cliffhanger didn't seem like it. There was enough time. She could only uh, pick one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so when they, clo- when they did the close-up on Sophie's face
2: and at the end of the cliffhanger, and then she was at Finley's plane or departure gate and said, I can't go, blah, 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 but I want to go, and then went to Hawaii with Danny.
1: Something makes me think though that Finley didn't get an explanation, which is why she was pissed and didn't come back.
0: Right. She yeah. Texted. No, I yeah, I don't think she did at all. So I think no, that's what yeah. we saw like in this confession just now that you know Sophie wanted to pick her, yeah. but I think she was afraid of the fallout, afraid of how people <laughs> would see her, because it'd be because she was already engaged. So essentially if she didn't go with Danny, that would have been breaking off her engagement. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like she already mm-hmm. wanted to end things and choose Finley, but you know, you sometimes get stuck in a pattern of a relationship and don't know how to get out of it. So she probably just convinced herself, like, "This is good enough. I could be happy with Danny. Like, this is a good yeah. life. Anyone yeah. would think this is a good life. I just need to do it." You know. Speaking of Danny,
2: I was going to say, end. let's let's circle back to your favorite. Yeah, my new favourites. And G- Danny obviously leaves whenever the Sophie Finley thing's going on. And Gigi and her. Confesses to being a
1: competitive eater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and Gigi says that her feelings have changed. She was and so Danny cute. looks like
0: she so hit cute. by a truck.
1: <laughs> yes. But it was so cute because it was so out of the blue. Like there was was no context. She just goes, they've changed. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, "Oh, Gigi, you are so smooth." She's <laughs> she so smooth and that. Smooth. Movie.
0: and she just keeps walking. Yeah,
1: she's so casual about it. She's so just like She drops the bomb and then walks off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now you know where I stand. There you
0: go. <laughs> I like Danny so much more. See, it makes sucks make. Sorry, let me try again. It makes such a difference who's in a relationship with who. How I feel about oh, yeah. that character. Yeah. I didn't care for Danny at all last season, yeah, me but she's no. like a different yeah. person with Gigi. Yeah, she, yep. She's much more likable.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Which makes you think, like, was she like, you know, sort of suppressing a part of herself when she was with Sophie? And, like, this mm-hmm. is the real version of herself coming out now, because she feels more free.
0: I don't uh, I don't see her as, as being free. She's still very, like... Well, not 100% free, but, like, freer. I mean, I still think you know.
1: Like she lets she, definitely lets her guard down more with Gigi. I feel but I
0: think she she keeps a lot close and tries to protect mm-hmm. herself. But there's been yeah. like just funnier mo like moments that show that she actually has a sense of humor and stuff, which I didn't really see before, and that she's capable of being vulnerable, which we didn't really see before. Mm-hmm. So I like those sides of her.
1: I thought it was interesting when she's talking to Sophie and she goes, she asks Sophie, does everybody cheat? And I'm like, in that moment I was thinking, oh, I think she does already have feelings for Gigi and she's yeah. maybe potentially worried in the future that Gigi's a cheater.
0: Danny and Tess maybe need to have a conversation because they're kind of in the same boat right now. <laughs> have feelings for someone that they don't entirely trust not to hurt them, I think. Well, yeah. yeah, there was
1: that bit in the trailer for next week as well.
2: I think that, that we've only got, like, it, this kind of freaks me out, that we only have four episodes left. <laughs> like, I'm already getting
1: anxiety about <laughs> the brain. This is like when you watch a lesbian movie for two hours and you're at, like, one hour and 55 minutes and nothing's been resolved. And you're like, there's not enough time. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's not enough
0: time. There's no. There's There's no way they can enough. wrap
1: everything up in five minutes.
2: <laughs> there's never enough episodes of The L Word, but... I think that Danny and Gigi and Tess and Shane, this, like, now that Alice and Tom are together, well, kind of. Are they? And <laughs> Sophie and Finlay. like, well, I, I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing for anyone. No, because, because there's the the day, enough
1: time for them. This like, they so can't weird. just be honeymooning for four episodes.
0: <sighs> yeah. Shut up.
1: Oh, then... no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Jess is already panicked. <laughs> But, like, will so will we have,
2: I think, Danny and Gigi and and Shane and Tess, like, it will be, continue to be slow burn. And then, I mean, they keep saying that the finale is, like, I'd be shocked if it wasn't a cliffhanger. And every, like, it's a, there's something for, like, all the characters that is going on, so... Do they resolve? Do they finally like have Danny and Gigi and Shane and Tess together in the cliffhanger, or is that the cliffhanger? Or, mm. yeah, four episodes.
1: Well, do do we know anything about the where they filmed parts of the finale? I feel like wasn't the all or- the orchard one place?
2: Yeah, and there, there was. was a, but then ho- again, the they hospital. were filming it in
1: blocks, so we don't know if that was yeah. already used for something or not. But there was that scene. There was there is a scene in an or, in the orchard where there's lights all strung up. That could potentially be a wedding or something. Maybe. I mean,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. you you know, my personal opinion is that I think there's going to be. Uh, I I well now actually I'm not too sure because Rosie's in the next episode, episode seven, and Laura Holloman isn't. And then before like months ago on imdb it had both of them tina and carrie in episode 9 and then only tina in episode 10 but now it seems as though rosie's in 7 and then tina's in 9 and 10 so Hmm. because i thought the seat like the last one of the last episodes it seems as though the way they've constructed this like time sphere and the little bits of information we've been getting with like texts and stuff is that we were barreling towards Tina and Carrie's wedding mm-hmm. in the summer but okay. now I'm like
1: that could be a thing
2: yeah that that's what I thought and I thought that in the first episode Bette says to Shane at the wedding that's or the second episode sorry she's like that's the most selfish thing I've ever seen and I thought there was going to be some like callback to because they're very into this like book ending thing at the moment um so I thought that was going to be something like bet being
1: selfish. (laughs) Bet's just going to stumble into a church wearing wearing a t-shirt and a backward cap and be like hello?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, We're well, back to work. Uh, be, I'm fine with that being in, like uh, season five or whenever this series <laughs> is ending. That can go break up. Yeah, then yeah. and get her back, yeah. or whatever. I, We're I back to playing bet
1: in regular
2: jobs. <laughs> I don't need to do it together right now. Yeah. So, well, I didn't think they, they. I thought that it would just like be a good like.
1: Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Good way to end it. The whole trailer for next week just. Made I'm still, me still hanging on and, and waiting.
1: Yeah, I know me too. But I'm still hanging on and waiting for Rachel Shelley to make her appearance. Yeah. She's <laughs> on four you? episodes left too. Come I know, on. right? Chop chop, Rachel. I so, thought she uh, I I you, a, a, you watch I her show was... up on live via video camera or something. Yeah. And that'll be her <laughs> that'll be her big role. Someone FaceTimes her. I think it's going to be eight that she's
2: in because I don't know. I'm just guessing.
1: Um, and also yeah we should just put, put our best screeners. down circling back to your favorite Gigi <laughs> I love the way she I always like, take a circle she, back to Gigi <laughs> when she when she drops the they've changed she just casually like eats out of her ice cream I like yeah that, that was a, just adding to how smooth Gigi <laughs> yeah I, I don't know um
2: who who cast and the well it would have been with the pilot, yeah. But whoever did, like, round of applause, standing ovation.
1: <laughs> you, you For really casting Gigi.
2: <laughs> yeah, you really, you really nailed it and gave us all such a gift.
1: You need some more <laughs> pictures of her in, in your background
0: now.
2: Yeah, oh, love her.
0: Oh, also, wasn't. Uh, Finley or Jacqueline, more likely, like all of us watching um, the three of them do karaoke on stage. Yeah, she's <laughs> like in the audience, like so excited. I'm like, that's all of us, like watching the three of them together. I told you, Finley's my spirit
2: animal. <laughs> totally
0: fangirling all over and them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like, sh- you know, like obviously, that there's there's actually a really um, awesome clip too of uh Sepeda Moafi at the premiere of season one and like obviously this before anyone saw it or even I don't I think she was bumped up to regular episode three of season one so she was still like a guest star and someone literally like someone's interviewing her and they said oh like have you watched the show before or like were you aware of it and she was like uh,
1: more like, how many times did I watch
2: the show? <laughs> yeah, I lo- I'm, I'm, like. She's. It's
1: really funny. <laughs> Turns out she's secretly the biggest fangirl of them all. Yeah,
2: that's what it sounded like.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, that's the dream. It is the dream. <laughs> Love the L word and then be on the L word.
1: Yep. So, that's like yeah, on everyone, every lesbian's checkbox le- check checklist. Yeah. Be on L word. We're available, Masha. Call us anytime. <laughs> the theme of this podcast is constantly pitching. The for- <laughs> reason why we do the whole podcast is get noticed and be on the show. No? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Makes all that
2: um, free time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought this was a great episode. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good mid, like, mid-ish season point too where there was like a yeah like a lot of coupling up but also like the big relationships I think a lot of people are invested in like Tess and Shane and and Danny and Gigi kind of pushing them towards like what's going to happen in the second half and then you know killing off a lot of people's dreams with Jabet and things (laughs) like that but I think after
1: they kind of just shifted gears it feels like
2: Yeah, we, I I, honestly, like,
1: we, we got it longer
2: than, than, because I thought it would only be, like, one or two episodes, so they lasted longer than, than I thought, but, yeah, I don't know how anyone can, can look at, like, particularly this episode and say that, like, the show isn't great, like, honestly, I... I just think that that they're doing such a great job this season. Like I I really have absolutely enjoyed every episode and like I I know obviously I like the the reason that I'm doing all this, like the the podcast and the channel and things, are because I love the show. But it's just been so great this season and I've watched like every episode like multiple times.
0: <laughs> yeah, so even though we cleared up a lot of relationships and then we started a lot of new relationships, there were two actually that were left a little fuzzy at the end. Um, Micah and Maribel mm-hmm. had a conversation that didn't lead anywhere because they were sort of, I don't know, talking around things, not being as, or I don't know, on two different pages. I don't remember how Micah says it Mm -hmm. but basically that it seems like they had a miscommunication which they don't Mm -hmm. clear up before they both go their separate ways for the night but they're still we see that they're still thinking about the other person because they're both Mm -hmm. watching the same movie (laughs) and then um, Shane and Tess have a not very direct conversation about their relationship and their future where Shane's basically like let's press pause on that
2: I really thought they were gonna like when when they were so close to each other on the yeah and
1: yeah Tess even steps down to be like yeah yeah Yeah, I was waiting and I was like I was like a a kid I was like
2: kiss 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 kiss." (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah so at least you know there was some sort of a couple steps of honesty of communication there because Tess does confess a little bit that Shane, you know, makes her nervous that Mm. she doesn't quite, quite trust her. And Shane confesses a little bit that she gives Sherry a reason to back away from Tess, but Mm. she won't say what that is, but she promises to tell her in the future.
1: Do we think she told her that she loves her?
0: Yeah, I mean, not love, no, that's but... What,
1: that's what she was hinting at, because she can't say it to right. her yet. So I think it might be that.
0: Or that, that yeah, that she has feelings for her. or I, You know, I do remember the way that Tess is very direct with Shane. I remember some instances where Carmen was like that, where she didn't let Shane get away with shit that other people do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's something to the personality, and I know you only see them as friends. You know, right now. I still but, we, yep. <laughs> but there is something, you know, of their personalities that I think could work together.
1: I'm still holding on for Karma to come back.
0: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the dream. <laughs> I will always hold on to that. It's the
1: um, dream, even though I know it's not. I know it's not going to happen. But I'm still holding on.
0: It, but you know what? They just get our hopes up when when Sarah Shahi says she wants to come back, hopes and then <laughs> and then Kate says she misses her. <sighs> Yeah,
2: so that was the episode. I mean, did you have any? Did you have any favorite
1: parts? I I loved the OG singing, obviously. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that was, was pretty good. Well. I did like that part. Yeah. Probably Alice falling over in her bubble suit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did also like the that Danny Gigi moment. That was that was oh the yeah moment. Yeah. Eating the ice cream.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a coffee finish shipper so you know I liked their song and the fact that they both cried during it there were a lot of, <laughs> a lot of happy tears there it made me very excited I'm glad you got your I rom-com in a little now. bit
2: <laughs> so yeah overall great episode can't wait to see what happens next week with Rosie O'Donnell is back and Nat is back too so definitely seems to be high stakes next week
1: drama <laughs> drama drama
2: yeah we love it we're here for it so for it. four more
1: episodes to go
2: can't believe it getting a bit of anxiety about <laughs> <laughs> um i'm Until waiting on next that week. season three announcement Any day. so thank you so much for listening to another episode of drinks at dana's We'll be back next week with another episode. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and other good podcasting services. If you could leave us a review, we would really, really appreciate that. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at, drinks at Dana's. And if you want to follow us or see our individual websites, you can click on the show notes. So thank you again, and we'll see you back here next week. Take care, guys. Bye.
1: Bye.